Hello. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing this morning? I just got out of bed. Yeah. If you <laughs> don't want to know, I have already showered, done my laundry, made coffee, done all sorts of things, knocked on Pam's door, uh, like just rolled out of bed. So this I is didn't... gonna be a grand old time. I cleaned my face because I fell asleep with my makeup on last night, so I woke up like a raccoon. <laughs> Fantastic. Well. Let's introduce ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Pam, and I'm here with my absolutely phenomenal co-host, Erin, who made me coffee this morning, so she's the most blessed creature on earth, just so everybody <laughs> knows. Welcome to It's Not an Allegory, where you can listen to us ramble and rave about all the things that we think about, which is mostly art and philosophy and theology and random other junk. Not junk. That stuff is However, good However, it's but Halloween. This so spooky season. Okay, it's not Halloween yet. I know it's only October 16th. No, if people but... get to celebrate Christmas for three months, I get to enjoy spooky season for one. Uh, come October 1st, Pam is ready for spooky season. But thing is, next week, we're gone on reading week. for the So the, this is the last podcast for the next two weeks. So yes. y'all are going to have to just be tied, tied over with this. Yep. Which... You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Everyone will be fine, because why would you listen to this anyways? I don't know. Shout out to the one person who, I won't name because we're posting this on a public space, but uh, listened to all of our podcast episodes. Within the last two weeks. Like, how? How is your brain not fried? We've already made fun of him. Yeah, we've made fun of him So we'll stop, but shout out to him. Shout out to you. You're our most dedicated listener. So, Pam. Yes. In light of Halloween. Wait, wait. Coffee. Oh, coffee. What are we drinking? Yeah. Well, from Metalert Coffee Roasters, our most lovely and benevolent sponsor, who was on the podcast last week, we have Sandhill Crane, the limited edition blend. Oh. Limited edition. It's vintage. It's... This is happiness. It's happiness in a cup, I would say. So, thank you, Travis. <laughs> Metalert Coffee Roasters. Um, you can get... A pound for about sixteen dollars, mm-hmm. uh, half a pound for about mm-hmm. seven eight dollars. Fantastic coffee, worth mm-hmm. every penny. Um, we would now highly recommend the Sandhill Crane Limited Edition Blend because holy crap, that's good. It's really it's good. It's so like bold, but Is also this the same one as we drank last time. No, because last time yeah, it was last like time it was a different one. Last time, oh, he like, was working on it. Yeah, that was his. I think fall this blend. is the final product. No, because he called that something different. Oh. This is really, really good. It's really smooth, but it's got like some really, a few bold flavors that come right as you drink it and then come a little later on the aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And it's smooth. I'm enjoying it. It's real this smooth. Is, this is something I would mm. drink while I'm doing my homework. Oh, that's good. It's, which no. is a good thing. I like drinking coffee while I do my homework. I drink, mm-hmm. this would be perfect, like reading my textbooks. With my obnoxious amount of highlighters that I spent way too much money on, and an obnoxious notebook, and my record player. You ever notice that we don't talk about coffee in, like, notes and tones, but we talk about it, what we would do while drinking this cup of coffee? Yeah, it makes me so happy, actually. Honestly, that's the best way to describe Now, everyone speaks that, because I could yeah. tell you what notes are in here, well, I could be... and I could guess, yeah. like, what flavors are there, but anyone who's not a coffee snob is just going to be like, well, what about a bunch of pretentious jerks? Yeah. And, but if I tell you, you know what, this is the cup of coffee for, like, relaxing, this... like, yeah. sitting on the porch, reading your Bible, reading a good book... That's this cup of coffee. You'd understand exactly what I mean. And yeah, it's a little pretentious, but we're going to own it and move on. Yeah. So, Pam. 
Yes. In light of Halloween. Absolutely. If you could put the spirit of Halloween in a coffee cup, what drink would it be? And you cannot say pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> look on her face. Her face just fell because she was all excited to say pumpkin but spice. Pumpkin, pumpkin works so well. Um, okay, but it can be pumpkin. Yeah. And it can okay. be spicy, but it cannot be the yeah, pumpkin spice it needs latte, something, you know? Because that's okay. just, that stuff is nice. It needs fun. something with a bold flavor that's kind of sweet because when you think of Halloween, you think of candy. Um, you know, I... Erin and I work in the coffee shop here at the school, um, and she invented a beautiful hot chocolate. I don't like white hot chocolate. Sometimes I make it with caramel instead, though, mm-hmm. and just use caramel syrup and then the a spice mix. So like a, it's cinnamon, nutmeg, yeah. and cloves. So essentially, I guess it's a steamer. Essentially, it's a caramel steamer. Yeah, a caramel steamer with cinnamon, nutmeg, with cinnamon, and cloves. nutmeg, and cloves. Okay, yeah, that fall menu makes my mm-hmm. heart so happy. Because I thought after a week it would kind of die off and people would stop ordering it, but no. The maple one is good. It is good. going strong for, this is like the third week mm-hmm. running here, and people still love it. Mm-hmm. So, shout yeah. out to me, who was brilliant for five whole seconds and it, and invented some okay, delicious yeah. drinks. The maple spice would, uh, I just, <laughs> the spice would be my thing. Like, I like something around fall time it's hard to put spooky season in a drink without like just dye it black yeah <laughs> can i get like little bat sprinkles also add an extra espresso shot Ooh, the bitterness yeah mm-hmm. mm. but like little bit, and with okay, this wait, blend. wait but i'm still back at the little bat sprinkles can i get little bat sprinkles i almost bought you little bat, bat sprinkles you can buy little bat sprinkles. You I was buy, making that up. You can buy sprinkles of any I shape want, and size, my dear. I want little bat sprinkles for everything. So if you want to bless Pam, buy her little bat sprinkles. Bat anything, honestly. It's one of her favorite animals. I love bats. Are they just... Kate, imagine if bats had more white on them and they looked like pandas. Would you just die? I would cry. You would cry. I, I, I would so, fall off the planet. I know my next art project. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I just think... A panda bat. A pa- pan bat. I, I have loved bats since I was in no. grade ten. Why do you love bats? Cause I found a little baby one that was the size of my finger, and he was sleeping in a flower patch, and it was so cute. And he had a bunch of little flowers around him, so I picked a flower and gave him a little flower crown, and he was so happy. He just kind of moved his head around. And he was like, hmm, and then he went back to sleep. You made that. That can't be real. No. I did. No, that's I have a picture that only of happens it. in fairy world. I have a picture of it. That can't be true. It's no. my favorite. He was the I'm cutest. I'm calling you on this. He was the cutest little black bat. Or no, it was a brown <laughs> bat. And because our camp had a ton of bats and it was oh. just like a baby. I think it fell or something. And because oh, like there was a bunch of legends. So are you sure he was sleeping? Yeah, because he woke up because okay. a bunch okay, of kids good. came by to see the bat and poked him and <laughs> harassed him and then oh, ruined yeah, his happy place. Ruined his happy place. We had to go and. Uh, the guys took him away, and I don't know if he... Uh, I don't know if he survived. Yeah. Don't think about it. I, I won't. Okay. But yeah, I just think they're like, they're little sky kitties. They're just... They're, they're little kittens in the sky. They like night, and they like playing, and they like sleep. See, and now this brings me back to the fact that I, I don't like cats. Yes, you do. 
No, I don't. You do. No, I don't. Erin loves cats. No. She just is allergic and she wants to not be even more sad than she already is with her life without cats. So she just tells her that tells herself that she hates cats them. Cats are evil. Cats. Okay, any creature that gets zoomies late at night can't be trusted. Oh, I love getting. I love when the cats get zoomies. Last night the kitten I was holding got zoomies and it was the funniest thing ever. No, you can't prove to anybody that I like cats. You can't prove it. That's a Anyways. challenge. <laughs> All right, Pam. Yes. Favorite Halloween memory. Oh man. Um. This is gonna be a little goofier podcast. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, everybody. You can stop listening I, if yeah, you don't want to listen to us. Be basically, weird. this is gonna be the flip of our Christmas episode where Aaron was just excited as could be about Christmas. Yeah. Um, well, the last two podcasts were pretty heavy. Yeah. So we're we're lightening gonna, it up here a little lighten bit. It up. Um. Oh man. I think mm-hmm. actually I loved last year. We didn't dress up. Nope. But we watched, you watched all my favorite spooky movies with me. I didn't sleep for a week afterwards, but it was great. It was so good. Worth it. We watched Coraline. I'm not good watched... with spooky movies. Ugh. Well, like spooky, sure. Things that are kind of scary. It was just the one movie that was kind of yeah. actually scary. And I was like, yeah, this is not. Yeah, that was a mistake. I just have a really vivid imagination. Mm-hmm. And it I love happens. claymation movies. And I love claymation oh, spooky claymation is great. Movies. Actually, I really liked those. I actually yeah. genuinely enjoy them. And those ones aren't creepy. It's like, an the, interesting art. Creepy, but not in the creepy way, you know? Mm-hmm. Spooky. They're, they're spooky. spooky. So what is the difference between spooky and scary? Um, in your in your humble opinion, because we're definitely not going to consult a dictionary on any of these things. Okay, when I think of spooky, I think of things that aren't actually scary. Like, it's just like... The pumpkins and the bats yeah. and the cats and... and the, the... like, dancing skeletons <laughs> under bright neon lights. Singing, and a moon. And, and, like, a moon that's shining and, like, a mm-hmm. weird-looking cat and, <laughs> you know, like... See, but spooky. if you actually saw that in real life... Yeah, if I that saw... That would be scary as all could be because you would be petrified. I've seen some pretty messed up cats. Okay, what I mean, dancing skeletons. Okay, under dancing moonlight. skeletons. Yeah, that'd be uncomfy, I guess. But I, like, I guess that would be uncomfortable. She says. I guess. I don't know. I guess. I might enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but like, scary to me is like horror. I'm not okay. into horror. Neither am I. But I like, spooky is like. I don't know. You're supposed to just figure out the definition. Spooky and scary. You're supposed to know the difference. Okay, Coraline spooky. Coraline is spooky. Horror is scary. Horror is scary. It's so, like things jump scares. That, jump scares. I guess that falls into scary. It is. Um, but you but like jump scares. I do enjoy But the uh, jump scares aren't demons. But for whatever <laughs> reason, when I jump out from around a corner and scare you, you don't like that. But in a movie, you're fine with it. Yeah, because in the movie, I'm not the person who's getting scared. I, it's, it's secondhand scares. <laughs> she doesn't like the first-hand scares. I don't like the first-hand scares. I do that scares. to her, and she really hates The it. second-hand scares are okay. <laughs> first-hand scares are not. But that's my definition. It's like, spook, oh. spooky is just more like... Feeling. I don't know. It's like... It's just... Ooh. Those little ghost singing videos. Yeah. That's a yeah, spooky... Yeah, those, those are spooky. spooky season. That is my favorite part of Halloween. Like, yeah, it's They're just, so cute, is this, oh, and they harmonize so yeah. beautifully. The singing ghosts, if you don't know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. go look it up later. You'll be blessed by it. Those are, They're just cute little cartoons of ghosts yeah. singing, like, very, mm-hmm. dra- like, bedsheet ghosts, mm-hmm. and they're very cute. Yeah. I think my other favorite Halloween memory is I was doing a food drive because I wasn't allowed to celebrate Halloween, and 
I was walking around getting food for the food bank, which was actually so much fun. And there was this little toddler dressed as a bumblebee. Oh my goodness. And I died. <gasps> like, it was just the cutest thing. And <laughs> this little so... toddler could barely talk. And he came, I was standing at the front door waiting for this person to get me food. So he came trick-or-treating to me. And mm. I had candy on me, so I gave this small child candy. Because I was, I also was given a lot of candy, and I was like, I don't eat most of this. I don't eat sweets. So I gave this little kid candy, and I've never seen a small child's face beam as much. I've never seen a cuter bumblebee. Oh, I've never seen a cuter bumblebee. My niece wears a really cute strawberry costume. And you know the costumes that little kids wear that, like, make them look really big and round? So any kid dressed as a pumpkin is a blessing in my mind. So, this gets to, I guess, a uh, more touchy subject of, oh, yes. of, is Halloween an okay thing? We'll get to that a little later. Yeah. First, a little history here. Okay. So, I did a little research just to make sure that my memory served me right. If you've listened to Adventures in Odyssey and you've listened to the Halloween episode, uh, you can just smile and nod and be like, ah, oh, yes, I learned this as a child. But, some history of Halloween. Originally... Very ancient Celtic festival of yeah. Samhain, Samhain, Samhain. Something like that. I don't that, know. Yeah. Basically, where the Celts just burned stuff and dressed up. Amen. Which, as the Celts do, as the Celts do, as I think the they just do. looked for excuses. It was the day point. before their New Year. Yeah. So that was their celebration. That was the way they chose to do it. Mm-hmm. Pagans gonna pagan. So amen. We'll move on. And they'd wear costumes to ward off ghosts, yeah. but and I don't condone that because mm-hmm. that's just that's a pagan hell c- celebration, and uh-huh. in. The 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as All Saints Day. He did. Probably because a lot of people were celebrating things already, so he's probably trying... uh, Is some debate on it, but he's probably trying to redeem the holiday Mm -hmm. and and Christianize it, That's what a lot of Roman Catholics... Because people were going to celebrate things, and they did it with Christmas. They did it with With a lot of things. Although Christmas was first ours, the churches, and then it became pagan, and then it became the churches. Anyway, that's a totally different subject. But, so, All Saints Day... All Saints Day. That put October 31st as Hallow's Eve. Yes. Which people, as the centuries went on, um, a lot of superstition was attached mm-hmm. to it, especially because of the Celts and Samhain and all these things. And so eventually it was, the tradition became the mm-hmm. night before, um, the belief was that the mm-hmm. ghosts and demons would tra- run around trying to ruin mm-hmm. the holy day the next day. So if you dressed up, you'd be mm-hmm. disguising yourself, essentially. Uh, and then... Combined with all of the other festivals that were around mm-hmm. that time, like there was another Roman festival mm-hmm. that was around that the, the autumn, yeah, har- harvest harvest time, harvest. So everyone's time. celebrating, anyways. That's actually where bobbing for apples would come yeah. from. Is from the Roman fertility festival, Practices. and so apples were yeah. associated with fruit and fertility, mm-hmm. and so bobbing for apples became yep. a tradition. Around the eighteen hundreds was when they started to kind of change it from being like causing mischief and pranks and actually scaring people mm-hmm. to the more spooky, yeah. just this is a chance to hang out with our neighbors. That's when mm-hmm. the shift started, was mm-hmm. 19th century. And it became what it is today. But how would you view Halloween today? So Halloween today for me means that all the neighbor kids come to my door and they're dressed all cute and they come with yeah. their parents at about 4 o'clock in the afternoon and I so give them cute. some chocolate and they look real happy and that's about mm-hmm. it. There's really not, like, I've never seen anyone be pranked in my town. I grew up in small town mm-hmm. Saskatchewan where, when I was growing up, nearly everyone was Christian. So yeah. there were some people who thought you shouldn't celebrate Halloween if you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. 
which we'll get to that as well. Mm-hmm. But what was Halloween for you growing up? You weren't allowed to celebrate. Yeah, I wasn't it, but allowed you to celebrate. You also were a pagan for a yeah, lot longer than I was. I wasn't allowed to celebrate, so I uh, actually did volunteer work on Halloween every year. Um, I did a lot of uh, helping out the food bank for mm-hmm. Halloween. Um, that was probably the biggest thing in my childhood, which, even as a pagan, I loved it so much. It was so much fun. And I got, like, more candy than trick-or-treaters did. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so great. Um, and then a lot of it would be me, um, uh, I would, like, draw bats and spiders a lot around <laughs> Halloween, I guess. But you would do and that anyways. I do that anyway, but I would draw it a lot more in Halloween. And... I would help my friends with costumes. I wouldn't necessarily do costumes. Um, and I like lots of spooky movies and buying way too much candy. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of like pagan stuff around Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. But paganism kind of separates into a lot of different sects. And most of the things people think of when they think of paganism and Halloween are things I wasn't part of. So, yeah. I'll get that into that. But you weren't a part of? Yeah, I okay. wasn't, like, Halloween is a day when I notice a lot more people get into, if they're into paganism and witchcraft already, get into the, I guess, in a way, the darker side of it. Like, yeah. not necessarily just crystals and like that, which that's and, already dark. And that's pagan, already but, dark and pagan. But like, but like demons and demons, Ouija divination, and, Ouija yeah. boards, tarot. That that, that stuff's a lot more around spikes. Halloween. Yeah, uh, around Halloween. So that's which not, isn't even really tied to the original no celebration um, of it. It's it's, it's marketing because it's like yeah because it's kind of like well it's we're being spooky anyway so let's mm-hmm. do the things that are evil yeah. more so when well, really like I mean the original. Like, the Celtic festivals, those mm. were evil. Yeah. But it was basically just get together and burn well, stuff. Like here's the thing. Um, the Celtic time, uh, in the Celtic time, it was basically the Celt version of Day of the Dead. Like, it was okay. the day when, like, that line between life and death was kind of blurred, and your ancestors yeah. would be coming up, and all kinds of other creatures, like, people who were dead would be coming up and you can interact with them, but um, the Celts didn't really see it in a good way. No. Like, um, in Day of the Dead, where it's, like, something you celebrate, like, this was not something you got excited about. So it that's more, kind of you the, wore the yeah. costumes and burnt the stuff to ward off those Yeah, things. and so yeah. in Halloween, like, things like divination and, like, um, practicing, like being medium and psychic, like, that's a lot more prevalent still because it's easier to do is the kind of the mindset. Like, that's Mm. one of the days that still people think of as the line is blurred. And so, like, one witchcraft source I read was, like, it elevates psychic energy and it Mm. makes it easier to, like, that's a day when, like, and there's a lot of things tied to it, like, it was also a time of New Year, and so that would be a day to do like cleansing rituals and make sure that any hexes were on that were on you are gone. And it's a day for like um, manifesting and casting spells mm-hmm. to make sure that you know it was. It actually reminds me. This is gonna be so such a hot take. It reminds me a lot of the health and wealth. 
prosperity gospel because it's a day when you sit there and you think of the past and you think of all the illnesses, all the hurt, all the pain that you went through this year and you say, this is no longer part of me. I am entering this new year and and you just manifest. That does sound a lot like the health and wealth movement. The Mm -hmm. name it and claim it. Yeah. So that's oh. a, that's another. That's aspect. not really. I don't know if that's a hot take for you. You gotta yeah. maybe evaluate yourself. Yeah, a bit. I know. Hey. man. But like, Ooh. that's a lot of what Halloween is for Are witches. You that the it's health not... and wealth is kind of pagan. Oh, I would never. You would never insinuate something like that, that on a public no, podcast. Absolutely not. Not on a public podcast. No way. Um, but that's like a lot of what <laughs> paganism was in my mind. It wasn't necessarily like. Halloween was in my mind. It wasn't necessarily all the spooky things. It was me, like, doing a lot of, like, cleansing, making sure that mm. I was ready for the new year. Uh, that was a way that I was dealing with a lot of my mental illness at the time. So I would, like, just go through, make sure that I was ready for the new year. And, yeah, it was, like, a major time of reflection in a lot of ways. While you were a pain. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Mm. Um, so it wasn't even about candy for you. Oh, I freaking love the candy. You can get Reese's peanut butter cups. For free. For free. It's the time of free candy. I, w- I didn't have a job. Free yeah. peanut butter cups. And, like, peanut butter cups are a treasure in my house. My one sister doesn't like them. But, like, whoever got the most peanut butter cups had the most bargaining power oh, in our house. Our families are very similar because we also yep. love peanut butter cups. Hence why my favorite Halloween song is a song by Reliant K called The Cup. And it's about peanut butter, cups. peanut butter cups. Yeah. Oh man, peanut butter cups are the best. And it's Halloween such candy. a great song. Honestly, it's a also it's so good. Jolly Rancher makes suckers mm-hmm. on Halloween, and the pink lemonade Jolly Rancher sucker is peak. I don't know why it's just that one, but it has a little lemon spider on it. It makes me so happy. It tastes delicious. Yeah, I would collect yeah. those. And peanut butter cups every Halloween. I never got really into Halloween. By the time I was like yeah. 15, 16, I preferred to stay at home and hand out candy to kids. Yeah. Like, That's more that fun. Was, that was pretty much all I did after, at that mm-hmm. point. And yeah. never really cared much for it. And now... It's like, that's when you celebrate Reformation Day. Yeah. That's a good time. Here at school, last mm-hmm. year, we did a Reformation Day celebration. And yeah. that was flipping phenomenal. Yeah. It was so fun. So I'm going to keep that tradition up, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. Reformation and talk Martin Luther, yeah. and we're going to throw it back to yeah. 1517. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Halloween's just a very muddied day. Everybody has something tied to it. Yeah. Whether it be, like, historically, the Celts, and anybody with Celtish background, it's a huge, huge celebration. Um, and then we have pagans who really attach to it, and then we have... Like, practicing pagans now and Mm neo-paganism. And then we have, like, Catholics with All Saints Day. And then we also have, like, Protestants with Reformation Day. It's a very, like, muddy thing. And honestly, I kind of equate it with Christmas in that it's something that lost a lot of meaning Mm. over the years. Mm -hmm. And became mostly a marketing ploy. Oh, absolutely. Um... It doesn't even have religious meaning really anymore. Um, for most people. For most people. Yeah. Like, even as a practicing pagan, I didn't as really... As a former practicing yeah, pagan. 
I wasn't really caring about it <laughs> at all. Clarify like, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Even as a former practicing pagan, I it wasn't anything like I knew the really the religious background and I would reflect on it a little bit, but it was more about me handing out candy to kids mm. and seeing kids getting candy and eating candy myself and then sitting down and watching the corpse bride alone and eating the candy that I bought for myself for really cheap because I was broke. Mm. And that was like, yeah, which, yeah, that's I think why I don't mind if Christians celebrate it is because Keyword being celebrate. Or, yeah, if, well, not celebrate. Like, if Christians go out and trick or treat and give candy to the little kids. You got no problem with that? I got no problem with that. Because that's. It's really lost in the image. Like, you're not. Okay, you can disagree with me on whether or not you can Mm -hmm. do anything on Halloween Mm -hmm. and, like, can you have any fun on Halloween, even though it's a Mm -hmm. wicked day Mm -hmm. for most people. Yeah. human history but like can you have some fun with and redeem that yeah, day at all i think you can i don't like, think you can i don't think you should celebrate Halloween. yeah no here's the thing but like, like you're not inviting some evil spirit <laughs> if you and your up. little kid dress up <laughs> as pumpkins oh, and yeah. go get candy from the neighbors that's not an evil mm-hmm. practice. Yeah, and like, like it just in and of itself is a really sweet way. Mm-hmm. Also, really fantastic way to interact with your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the only time I see my neighbors, Halloween. Yeah, and that's the only time I interact with them. And what a chance to share the gospel! If I just turned off my lights and pretended I wasn't home, I wouldn't. I'd be missing an opportunity to be mm-hmm. a good witness to my neighbors. For myself, like mm-hmm. your convictions, let your like listen to your convictions. Mm-hmm. You have the spirit. Don't. Don't take me as saying yeah. all Christians should celebrate Halloween. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, it's a major gray area. But with it is conscience. a major gray area, and you should listen to your uh-huh. conscience, and you should be obedient to mm-hmm. that and what the Spirit convicts you of, especially depending on your testimony, oh, yeah. I think is a huge thing. Like, I was mm-hmm. asking you, Pam, last night, like, in light of your testimony and being a neo-pagan, yeah. I asked you why you're still able to celebrate Halloween in mm-hmm. good faith without yeah. bringing up all of that stuff. So, like, maybe say um, that Um, I think a why. big thing for me is that, like, I... Even as a neo-pagan, I wasn't really... Yeah, you weren't really celebrating, celebrating it. it. You was, weren't using it yeah. as a day to, like, no, talk I, to demons I wasn't, or anything. Yeah, I, I wasn't into divination. I wasn't into yeah. um, communication with the dead. I, I That wasn't really something it was. I was into as a mm-hmm. pagan. Um, and so, for me, it was a lot more, like, making potions and talking to kids. Like, that was it. Yeah. For me, and so, like, Halloween is now, like, A, I also spend a lot of time doing volunteer work, and so that is honestly the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of Halloween is volunteer work, and that's probably a practice I'm going to continue doing. It's a good practice. I really enjoyed that, Mm -hmm. um, especially in Red Deer where our community is so needed, like, or help is so needed. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, for me it's more just, like, I feel, I feel so hypocritical saying this because I hate when people say this about Christmas, but it's more about the candy to me and, like, just spending time with friends. Yeah. Like, I get together with Say friends. it's a time of fellowship. It is. Fellowship and yeah. feasting. Yeah. Like, I love making a good dinner, watching some weird spooky movie, and yeah. eating candy 
you can make some really good snacks out of Halloween candy. Mm-hmm. Just so you know. Yeah. And also, like, celebrate the harvest. Yeah, and it's like, a, you can have yeah. a lot of fun with that. Like my sister and I did a really mm-hmm. had a, a lot of fun with our garden this year, mm-hmm. and we put a lot of work and effort into it. And so at the end of the, like come reading mm-hmm. week here, we're gonna eat the food we we brought forth from the earth, and like yeah. you reflect on the year, and it's a good time. Like yeah. it actually makes a lot more sense to have your new year being at the end of the mm-hmm. fall. It, it makes does. way more sense. But it's, yeah, that was, that's why I'm okay with celebrating it. Yeah. It, for me. Um, and, it and it's just not kinda, violating your conscience no, at all. And that's I, good. I don't, don't do practice witchcraft anymore. I am completely. What? Sick. You you used to practice. What? What did you say? I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm no longer practicing neo-pagan. And so for me, it's something where it's just, and it's just something that it's a good way to meet neighbors like you said it's a good way to i just enjoy the vibe of sitting with some fuzzy Mm -hmm. socks and watching a weird movie that is weird it has to be weird yeah not necessarily creepy it has to be weird i have to sit there afterwards and be like what What did i just watch (laughs) like it has to be weird and eating candy and spending time with someone i love like that was one of my highlights of last year. It was honestly you just sitting with me and eating garbage candy that someone bought for like two bucks at a dollar store. And you make fun of me for the Christmas stuff. I know. That I do. When I pretty much do the exact same I know. thing. It's more just like and Christmas fits your aesthetic yeah. and Halloween much more fits mine. I mostly just love winter. Yeah, I hate winter. I really love snow. I love That's fall. Why <laughs> I stay in Canada. I, I also love fall. I'm... Currently wearing my new favorite fall sweater yeah. that is bright red and has a bunch of autumn leaves on it. Mm-hmm. And Pam thinks it's hideous and ugly, but that's fine. Yeah. No one cares what she thinks anyways. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, okay, we've kind of answered the question before I've asked it, but what should Christians do with Halloween? First off, don't violate your yeah, conscience. Yeah, don't violate your conscience. First off, do that. Leaves. But also, know where it came yeah. from. And also, know what it is today. Like, it's just not the same. Mm-hmm. If you're saying, if you're one of those people who thinks Halloween is the same thing as it was like, mm-hmm. 2,000 years ago when the Celts were off-burning mm-hmm. things, that's just, that's a bit ignorant. That's and it, not what it, it is anymore. Even for, like, the religious signi- significance, like, the pagan cal- calendar has a lot to do with the moon. Yeah. Like, honestly, a lot of what people think of when they think of, like, witchcraft on Halloween probably doesn't even happen on Halloween. No. It happens whenever the moon happens. Pagans get so, a pagan all year round. Yeah, You just true. notice it more around Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. It's just more socially acceptable around Halloween. I don't think it's right to celebrate witchcraft, and I don't think it's right to celebrate, you know, the dead. Yep. Um, But I think that dressing up as your favorite superhero and your kid running around in a Spider-Man costume... Keeping it modest, of course. Keeping it modest. Yeah, keep it modest. I mean, in Canada, it's not as much of an issue because it's going to be cold. You're probably wearing a parka over your princess dress. How many of us had to plan out our Halloween costumes based on the weather, and you had to plan it so that you could wear your snowsuit underneath Mm -hmm. your costume every single year? Like you have this cool outfit you want to wear. It's, you know mm-hmm. the the stores start selling. I wanted to be. But you can tell all the stores are selling things know, right? from American companies because it's like I can't wear a snowsuit underneath that. I want it work. to be Lara Croft. Lara Croft walks around in a tank top and some torn pants. Well, that ain't gonna work on and Halloween. You can't in do that. You gotta. You know what? You just gotta plan 
you had to dress as someone who was in the cold, you know? Mm. Dress as your favorite Arctic explorer or something. Uh, yeah, it's not something I have. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, honestly, I just save all my outfit ideas for Comic-Con. And when, <laughs> when I can go to Comic-Con... You're such a nerd. I know. I'm going to dress as Lara Croft, and nobody can stop me. Fantastic. I love Lara Croft. I don't know who that is. Tomb Raider. Okay. Yeah. Never. Never played it? No. Nope. Never watched it? No. Nope. Do you want to watch it? You'd love it. It's archaeology. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, knew it. Is it going to be really bad archaeology and I'm going to be sitting there fuming the whole time? Kind of. Like, okay, fantastic. That's why I watch Indiana Jones, so. <laughs> archaeology and secret societies and... <laughs> I know I just people. called you a nerd, but then yeah. you just mentioned archaeology and I was like, ooh, yeah, yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was just subtly calling you out. But yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's my opinion on it. Like, don't violate your conscience. Yeah. Be wary. Like... When know, you, like, know who you're around. Like, yeah. Don't damage your witness mm-hmm. either. If if people know you're a Christian and they think, yeah. oh, Christians don't celebrate Halloween, yeah. just be wise with I that. I go to a Baptist church yeah. where people are on the more conservative side. I'm not going to go to church and tell them all about my Halloween adventures. Yeah. And, you know, Kate, here's, here's the thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a scenario because I heard mm-hmm. people talking about this this week and it made me think. So you're in an area with non-Christians, and they have an idea of what Christians should and shouldn't do. Should you follow that standard? Like, for example, hot topic, like, should Christians drink alcohol? They, they, they mm-hmm. think, this group of non-Christians thinks, oh, Christians yeah. don't drink. So you can't drink alcohol around them because uh-huh. you'll damage your witness. I'm a little bit... Hmm. I think the thing that bugs is... bugs me a little bit, because I don't think non-Christians should be the ones setting the standard mm-hmm. of what Christians should and shouldn't do yeah. based on their... Perceptions and perceptions kind of thing. Also, you know, like, that's most, my thing. I've never met a non-Christian who doesn't think that Christian that Christians trick or treat. Like, whenever I said to my non-Christian friends that I wasn't trick or treating, and they knew I came from a Christian family, I wasn't a Christian, but most of them didn't really know that. I guess I was a very gray area. Yeah. Um. From in most people's mind, nobody knew what was happening with me. Um, they were like, why wouldn't you trigger treat? Like, it's just candy. Um, and so, like, I don't think, I think it's less about damaging your relationship with the community Mm -hmm. and more about damaging your relationship with the church. Okay. Um, just because, like... Be be aware of your community. Yeah, be aware of your community, and if you do, for some reason, have some people who don't think that Christians should be trick-or-treating, then... You can go, if the candy is that big of a deal for you, you can buy it for two bucks the next day. Honestly. Like, and that's the reality of it. Like, it's not something to diet on. And in some ways, Mm -hmm. if if maybe I had a neighbor who wasn't a Christian who thought, oh, Christians don't trick or treat. They definitely don't. I'd want to have a conversation for Mm -hmm. sure and just be like, okay, why do you think that? Like, Mm And, he, and I could say, here's this really great thing mm-hmm. about law and about grace. Yeah. And, like, we're not under the law mm-hmm. and we're under grace. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that we do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that we have no parameters at all. Mm-hmm. But it means that I am allowed to yeah. have fun. Like, yeah. in a sense. I know that's a really oversimplification of I, it. But, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's not... I can say, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, I can do this in good faith and have fun mm-hmm. with my neighbors and that is not a violation of my conscience yeah. because I have the spirit who guides me mm-hmm. and I am in the word and, and I don't see anything yeah. against this. And I could talk to them and say, hey, or, you know, and I'd say even a, a different example, Christian, 
there's a perception in some non-Christian circles, Christians don't lose their tempers. Yeah. Christians don't get mad about, they're not allowed to lose their tempers. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. Which is true. Mm -hmm. But then what if your coworker who isn't a Christian sees you get frustrated? Yeah. You know what? What do you exactly. do with that? You can sit, you can go to them and you could say, hey. There's room for grace. There's, I could say, hey, you know what? You saw me do that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? What I did was wrong. I lost my temper on a customer or something. But here's this thing about grace mm -hmm. is that I make mistakes. I'm not perfect yet. Mm -hmm. Not made. Mm -hmm. I'm slowly being made in the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. My ongoing sanctification. What an opportunity to tell them. It's like, you know yeah. what? When you do mess up, there, there is, is grace. grace. And you come yeah. to Jesus and you say, hey, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. And what an opportunity to say, hey, you know what? You're not so bad that you can't mm -hmm. come to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And this is really diverted from Halloween, yeah. but it was on my mind this week. Yeah. No. It's like, that's I, a great opportunity. It is. You definitely have to think about your witness. And totally. I'm thinking even now, just like what people dress up as. Like yeah. as a Christian, I don't think you should be dressing up as a witch or as a demon or as or a ghoul. Like yeah, um, definitely probably not the best idea. Yeah. No. And yeah. even to a degree, you'd have to dress your conscience on that. Maybe not even villains Maybe. in movies. I mean, if I found a Loki costume, you'd bet I'd wear it. Oh, of course you would. I, I would wear it. Yeah. And I wouldn't have a problem with it. But, like, yeah, just, like, understanding the cultural significance of even your costumes. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares if you're going to dress as Captain America? Honestly, kids who dress as superheroes... I do show partiality to <laughs> in that I do give them more three candy. more candies than everybody else. <laughs> I, I just kind of drop as many as I feel led. And that's <laughs> as the spirit as leads. the spirit leads. <laughs> I just drop so many candies in the bags of little kids who are dressed as Captain America. That warms my heart. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Or Batman when they get like the padded muscles. In the Batman so costume, cute. but they're like definitely three years old and, and like little could not things. lift up a rock without a little bit of help. Oh, kills me! I love it so much. They get extra candy as well. So but cute. like, yeah, <laughs> blue, blue, and they're always in the mm -hmm. wrong place because mm -hmm. costumes never fit perfectly. Yep. Oh, it's just so cute. It kills me. Oh my goodness, but I yeah, like candy. just be aware of like there's a lot of conscience areas within it, and like if you think that you can or can't go to a haunted house, respect that conscience. Yeah. If you think, oh, I can't go into this house because it's decorated like it's a murder house, don't do it. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of freedom to choose mm -hmm. within it. And you, like, people who violate their conscience for the sake of others, I don't agree with. No. And the um, Bible doesn't either. The yeah. Bible says don't and do that. people who violate their conscience because uh, somebody else says it's okay, not okay. But if you don't have a problem with it, the Holy Spirit, like, you're not inviting a demon into your home no. by dressing up as Captain Marvel. And these are just our thoughts, by this the way. Is, yeah, this is just Don't, our fault. If you thoughts. disagree, feel I, free. I've just been talking about spooky season all month, and Erin was like, do you want to talk about something lighthearted and And obviously and Pam is biased, because she loves Halloween. I'm not as biased because I don't love Halloween. Halloween is just a little hiccup on the way to Christmas season. Incorrect. But. Incorrect. <laughs> So, At the moment I see Christmas but decorations I before Halloween is the moment I turn into a race But my monster. point being that I'm not a bias. I don't have the bias opinion that you do because I don't love Halloween. Mm -hmm. But I think it, it has its place. It's fun. Mm -hmm. I'd say I'd say if you don't feel comfortable with Halloween, mm -hmm. invite some friends over and celebrate. Like, celebrate the harvest and thank the Lord. Like, just yeah. do Thanksgiving part Thanksgiving two. Thanksgiving part two. Honestly, like, just yeah. like, have, have a feast. Mm -hmm. We as Christians have kind of lost the idea of feasting. And celebrating. 
Celebrating yeah. and feasting. Celebrate Cele- the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. Pray for your neighbors. Yep. Like, do that. Mm-hmm. If if you don't have, if you can't trick or treat, have a prayer night and, mm-hmm. and have, eat some good food. Honestly, just because get the together. Lord has blessed us immensely. I learned as I was researching Halloween as a Christian was that nobody knows what's happening on Halloween, and everybody just kind of does their own thing. Honestly, so, though, I just watched two maple bugs little literally run into each other, and <laughs> like full on head on collision, back up and then go around each other, and it was hilarious so, to me. Anyway, so yeah, that's like my hot take. Is just got respect your conscience, mm-hmm. and anybody like you can celebrate God's goodness. You can mm-hmm. celebrate growth. It is a great time to look back and think about what the Lord has done that mm-hmm. year, and yeah, like we were saying, it is kind of a new yearish kind of thing yeah, because you're moving into the that's, winter. That's and... what it traditionally is in yeah. most parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And so I would say just, yeah, long story short, ignore everything we said and respect your conscience. I know there Pretty are much. people who are going to listen to this and have some strong questions about me uh, when I get back and ask me about Halloween, and that's fine. Uh, and I know they're going to disagree with me, and that's great. I'm glad that their conscience is able to be strong enough to say, you know what, I cannot celebrate Halloween. Yep. And I'm glad that I can go to my room and watch The Corpse Bride. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. for the next five minutes, tell me your favorite Halloween story, Pam. Because that's the second time you brought up Corpse Bride. In case anybody missed it, I love The Corpse Bride. And I know you're dying to <laughs> tell us all about it. So, I love it! Pam, without being too much of a movie nerd or movie buff, okay. just tell me your favorite Halloween story in... in um, your own words. Yeah, it's probably The Corpse Bride, um, which doesn't even take place at Halloween. It's just a random story. I think it actually takes place in February. It's spooky. Uh, it's, spooky. it's weird. Uh, there's a worm that talks. And yeah, tell talks. me the story. Okay. Um, <laughs> focus, kid, I'm focus. sorry. I just, there's so many aspects <laughs> I love about it. Basically, it's in a time like of arranged marriages and stuff, and this guy is awkward as can be, cannot hold a conversation to save his life. And you a can't rich... relate to that at all. No, can't. Um, and this rich family is now broke, and they have to have an arranged marriage with their daughter in order to save the family. Mm. And so this awkward child and this beautiful, no longer rich girl are arranged to be married. And then and she's very sweet. And she's such a sweetie. And he's trying to do his vows, and he can't. And so he gets told that he cannot get married until he does his vows properly. And he actually really likes this girl, and so he wants to do it right. So he goes into the forest, and he's practicing his his vows, and he finally gets it right, and he puts the ring on a branch that vaguely looks like a finger, and it turns out it is a finger. And he resurrects this bride who has placed a or said a vow that she would not be dead until she finds true love because she's jilted or she was jilted on her wedding day and it's really sad and she really wants to just be loved and to feel love properly because her true what she thought was true love ended up abandoning her and killing her and it's very dark um and doing it for doing it for money and so she wants to just feel true love and so he joins her in the dead world because he's now married to this undead married, yeah, married of to this undead woman. And he wants to find out how to get back to his true bride. 
And in the process, he understands love and he understands care and he understands the idea of it's basically about till death do us part hmm. and what that looks like um, and understanding the gravity of that vow. Hmm. It's like... Which has actually got a lot of biblical principles to it. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. It actually holds up fairly well. Like, I mean, other than the undead thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and all and that. And so, <laughs> meanwhile, the guy who killed Emily, the first bride, is now going to try and get married to Victoria who is this new bride, um, all for money. But he's going to do the but same he's, thing to her. And he's going to do the same thing to her that he did to Emily. And, um, yeah, then Victor comes back and Spoiler saves alert. the day. Yeah. And Emily realizes that she was being selfish by prolonging her own life for the sake of love. And, and trying to force... somebody else's husband away yeah. from them. Mm-hmm. And that she already had her chance at love, and now she could die. Pe- like, she did love Victor. She really cared about him. And he came to really care about her. But she also realized it's time to just let go. And rest in peace. And let him find love. You gave me all the morals of the story. You didn't really tell me the story. But well, I can't you tell you the story, because then it's spoiling. You already spoiled it. I know, I feel bad. It's just, yeah, there's dancing skeletons and... Put it in the description. Yeah. Edit. I love it. <laughs> it's really pretty, too. It's clear. We'll it, it has pretty colors. And I love it. And I love the soundtrack. I low-key want to walk down the aisle to the Corpse Bride Low-key? Low-key? Don't even lie, Pam. Well, I don't know how to explain it to my mom. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> I just... I love the... Just let it play. Honestly, and you're planning to have live musicians. Yeah. So... They could just start playing something. Who's going to stop them? True. I just love it. It's got some minor, like a bit of a minor key, but it's really high. Also, those vows are beautiful. Yeah. Pam, you can quote them. Just say the vows. <sighs> just do it, because it's beautiful, no. and you want to so bad. Uh, with with this wine, or your cup will never be empty, for I will be your wine. With this candle, I will be, I will light your way. In darkest times, and this, with this ring, I vow to all, for you to always be mine, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love them. I know you. I do. love them so much. Okay, we'll watch Corpse Bride this week, Pam. Yay! I know. I've already watched it twice. I know you Let's have. Do it again. Uh, but yeah, moral of the I story. I actually do like this movie a lot. Halloween. She, the, the, for I watched it for the first time last year yeah. with you, and I actually really enjoyed it. And artistically, it was beautiful. beautiful. But it did have a lot of good lessons, mm-hmm. and it did not violate my conscience to watch it. If a movie like that is going to violate your conscience, do not watch also, it. Also, it has spooky dancing skeletons. Spooky dancing skeletons! Pam's and a worm that thing. doesn't stop talking, and it's really funny. He pops out of her Aren't eye because she's a worm like, who doesn't stop talking? She's, it's instead of a conscience, she has a worm, because she's a corpse, right? And so it's this maggot that every once in a while pushes out her eye and just has a really nasally voice and says, This is a terrible idea. And I hate it. And then just, like, talks for a little bit, and then she just kind of shoves the eye back in and the worm shuts up. It's really weird. I love it. Tim Burton, thank you. I love Tim Burton Thank you so much, much, Tim Burton, for (laughs) blessing Pam in this way. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's where we'll leave it today. That's our chaotic podcast about spooky season. Spooky season. And how I am going to watch The Corpse Bride and eat cheap chocolate. Anyway. Be blessed in the most chaotic way possible. And enjoy your coffee.